Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Uh, today, uh, I'm very grateful to be able to worship our Lord and share the Lord's work with you all. Uh, the last time I was among you was three months ago. At that time, I wasn't officially in the ministry post of uh, CECE. On the other hand, I'm also quite nervous today. Uh, there is indeed a little bit pressure when I need to preach in English. May the Holy Spirit be among us so that we can gain wisdom to understand the God's work and will. Let's pray again before we listen to the God's work. Our Lord, may the words of my mouth and the thoughts in the heart of the brothers and sisters be accepted by you. Prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. A few days ago, I received the message uh, in one of the WhatsApp group uh, of the church. The message is about that uh, the Edinburgh Castle offered free admission on uh, 30th of November. Uh, that is, I know that is the St. Andrew's Day, that is the uh, bank holiday. Uh, but we have to do uh, the online registration before the admission. I think this is indeed a good news for someone who have never been to the castle. As a Christian, in addition to sharing the above good news, including visiting, traveling, even shopping, living, etc., the biggest and most important news should be the message about the redemption of Jesus Christ and his mission to all people. Since August, three months ago, almost in every Sunday service, we have also listened to the teaching about the book of Hebrews together. Do we still remember the content about those past chapters? In short, what the author of Hebrews is trying to convey throughout the book is that not Jesus Christ is the foundation of everything. That Jesus is the Son of God God himself, far more important than the angels and Moses. In chapter 1, verse 6, and again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. Chapter 3, verses 3, Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. 
Besides, Jesus Christ is the High Priest of all of us, and He offered His own body as our mediator with God. In chapter seven, verses twenty-six to twenty-seven, such a High Priest truly meets our need. One who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. And in chapter nine, verses fifteen, for this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. Therefore, the author encourages Jewish believers, that's the readers, everywhere at that time to live a new life and walk with confidence in in the way ahead. In chapter ten, verses twenty-one to twenty-three, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full. Assurance that faith brings. Let us hold unreservedly to the hope we profess, for He who promised is faithful. Today we are going to read the chapter thirteen, that is the final chapter of Hebrews. We can say that the author of Hebrews is summarizing the content. Of the previous twelve chapters, in the chapter thirteen, he made the final reminder and exhortation, and even more hope that the believer at that time would confirm and believe the teachings of the previous twelve chapters, and put these teachings in practice. Some of the biblical scholar have pointed out, although the content, concept, terms of word, etc., in the chapter thirteen are consistent with the previous twelve chapters, the the expression is a little bit scattered. In chapter thirteen, verses one to six, the author brought out some ethical reminder. And exhortation. The main content focusing on love, including the love between brothers and sisters in Christ, in verses one to two. Remembrance to the suffering and imprisoned people in verses three, and the mutual love and respect in the marriage relationship, in verses four. From verses seven to sixteen. The author also brought out some religious exhortation to the Jewish Christians at that time. Among these exhortations, there are three points that are worth to reflect for the believers in Christ today. The first point is imitate the faith of the leaders. In chapter thirteen, verses seven, remember you, your your leaders, 
who spoke the words of God to you, consider the outcome of the way of life and imitate the faith. The word "remember" is mentioned here, although the names of those who were being remembered are not mentioned in this passage. The very meaning of the word "remember" probably reflects that those people, that means the leaders, have passed away. Because though these those leaders had spoke the word of God, they are probably the founders of the early church. The author of Hebrews here encourage. The readers to continually reflect on and observe the lives of those former leaders, with the purpose of imitation of their faith. There is one thing we need to pay attention to. In chapter eleven, the author has cited many figures of faith in the Old Testament. Including Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, etc., and the purpose is obviously to hope that the readers will imitate imitate them. But the author didn't say that clearly. After the author has given supreme example of faith, which of course、uh, we know that is referred to to Jesus Christ,、uh, the author only asks his reader to consider, without using the words "imitate." In Yes,、uh, in chapter twelve, verses three, consider him who endures such opposition from sinners. What's the reason that the author didn't use the word "imitate"? I think most of our brothers and sisters became Christian not initially because the deeds and the miracles. Of Jesus or other people、um, mentioned in Bible, but at different stage of our lives, there are many people, maybe our parents, the mentors in the fellowship, or the very good Christian friends, teachers,、uh, our classmate, etc. They set a very good example for us, allowing us to see God's testimony, His care and love, and let us experience the love of God. The author of Hebrews directly encouraged those readers to imitate the faith of the leaders, perhaps because they had an easier understanding. Of the leaders and works 
the words and behaviors of those leaders, their life achievements were still relevant to the readers at that time. Therefore, imitating them is more effective than imitating what is only read in Bible or heard in other ways. Brothers and sisters, have you ever met such a spiritual leader in our life? Do those spiritual leaders bring us good examples of faith? Are we also imitating their wonderful testimony? More importantly, if a good example is so influential, will we also be a better testimony for the Lord? That is the first point. The second point, the preparation of being suffered and cared for others. The text starts from verse 8. The theme is going back to the core of the whole book of Hebrews, which is about Jesus' eternal role and his method of salvation. In verses 9 to 14, the author addressed the strange teaching. We call it heresy today, heresy. That was already quite common at that time. And he reminded uh, the reader not to be seduced by such her heretical teaching. Verses 9 said, Do not be carried out, uh, do not be carried away. In this heretical thought, it seems to contain a kind of regulation of ritual related to food, and this food may be related to the cultural background of Jewish uh, sacrifice. It was believed that eating some prescribed food can experience the grace of God. Therefore, the author directly points out that kind of regulations or rituals is not necessary. In verses 9, the Bible said, It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit to those who do so. After that, the author brought out the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, whose body and blood have become the true sacrifice for sin. In verses 10 to 12, we see the word altar. The word altar is mentioned here, actually is the metaphor for the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. The author of Hebrews want to point out that 
the Christians also have the altar contrast to the altar of the day of atonement in the Old Testament. And that sacrifice was Jesus. In verses 11, Jesus suffered outside the city gate, signified that he died as a criminal expelled from the Jewish authorities. And the humiliation of the criminal death was an essential part of his suffering. More importantly, in verses 13, can we read it together? Chapter 13, uh, verse 13. To him, outside. Here we can see outside came. Came, according to the verse, uh, verses 11, this actually means Judaism. Then outside the camp means leaving the tent of Judaism. Therefore, the author may well be encouraged readers to abandon the prote protection provided by Judaism as the recognized religion of the of the Roman Empire. As a Christian, also need to dare to face all kinds of difficulties, even persecution. On the other hand, according to the Old Testament, Leviticus chapter 16 and verses 28, the, the man who burns then must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. After work, he may come into the camp. So, outside the camp is generally referred to as unclean. This actually shows that the rightful position for the Christian is not only in the holy and safety area, but in the unclean world. Bearing the disgrace he brought clearly means that the author encouraged that the reader to have a preparation for suffer. This is just like Jesus Christ's call to disciple in the Gospel of Mark chapter 8 verses 34. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their course and follow me. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, Such grace is costly because it causes us to follow, and it is grace because it causes to follow Jesus Christ. It is costly because it cost a man his life. And it is grace because it gives uh, give a man the only true life. Grace 
is costly because it compels a man to submit to a yoke of Christ and follow him. It is grace because Jesus said, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Therefore, going back to the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verses 13, the whole sentence is to encourage readers that for the gospel of Jesus Christ's salvation to the world, they are really least to be part of living comfort, entering unfamiliar and not even as we imagine. Will martyrdom be required? I think it is not up to us to decide, but there is always the possibility of facing a difficulty situation. I often think about the role of the firefighter. Firefighter, we, we know um, there is some fire situation uh, happen. When firefighter received the call, the notice of a fire, and even know that someone is trapped in the fire, they must leave their office and enter a situation where someone may be injured in order to save the trapped knife. Brothers and sisters, in the situation we live in today, whether it is our church, our family, our working place, or in the city of Edinburgh, are we quite good? Situate in the safe and comfort area? If yes, we have to thank God. But will we be willing to respond to the call of Jesus Christ and the encouragement of the author of the book of Hebrews to be the testimony of Christ's salvation according to our abilities, gift, and faith. The last point is related to the life of worship. The scripture goes to verses um, 15 to 16. Can we read it together? 15 to 16. Ready? Through Jesus. Therefore, let us continually. The fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do. Thank you. For Jesus, it is also placed in the first sentence in the original text Greek, expressing and emphasize that for Jesus, not for the high priest in Judaism or any backfall under the system represent therein.
as chapter 10 verses 19 to 20 says therefore brothers and sisters since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus by a new and living way opened for us food curtain that is his body in fact Jesus himself being the sacrifice his one sacrifice the sin offering is complete therefore people who believe in Christ do not need to sacrifice anymore but how can they express their trust or gratitude to God afterwards the author advised them to give out the praise and thanksgiving to God continually in fact there was an offering of thanksgiving in era of the Old Testament in Psalm chapter 50 verses 14 sacrifice frank offerings to God fulfill your votes to the Most High of course the author of Hebrews here even encourages the believers to act as a kind of Eucharistic offering through God for good deeds sharing and donation to others Jesus also said Yeah. In in the Gospel of Matthew chapter twenty five, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. We all know that the word service is the common English word for the worship to God. We are joining the Sunday service. So to worship the Lord is to serve the Lord. The complete service to the Lord must include service in the temple and the service in the world. To serve God in this world is to serve those whom God has created and loved, especially the one who are witness suffering. We are very familiar this scripture in the Old Testament, uh, in the book of Amos, chapter 5, 21 to 24. Can I? With this uh, together again, ready. 
I hate, I despise your religious festival. Even though you bring me offerings, though you bring choice fellowship of offerings, I will have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs, I will not listen to the music of your harps. But let just a righteousness like a. Therefore, worship in the temple is really a foundation. Or the starting point. If we want to live a live a life of faith and、uh, reverence of for God, we should go out and serve the people created and loved by God in this world to receive true glory glory in the name of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, have we noticed that outside of the church, even our comfort area, there are actually quite a lot of people who are in distress, vulnerable, and lonely. Can we help them according to our gift and abilities? May we also do what Jesus exhorted in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter five, verses thirteen to sixteen, to be salt in the world, so that the world may have more favor, and to be light, so that those who are in darkness may see bright. Let our life have more trust in God. And let our life become a blessing to more people. Amen.